Welcome to Seeking Paradise, Reflections on Spirituality, Community and Justice. When I was 17, I went on a school trip to the Teze community in France. And the Teze community, if you don't know, is a, a religious community. It's known for its chants, for its musical, uh, melodic um, chants in different languages that they use there. And, and it's, it's also got a particular um, ministry to young people. And so there, there are monks, there are brothers that, that, that live there, as well as um, lots of people who visit. So I think the best way of describing it really is like a music festival with a monastery in the middle. Because in the summer, there are thousands of people camping in all these fields. And in the middle, there's this uh, big church and a, and a religious community that live there. And there is prayer three times a day in this massive church it's more like a, a mosque because there's no pews there's no seats everyone just sits on the floor um and the prayer happens there uh, in the morning at lunchtime and in the evening and in the evening and indeed at all of the times really there's not there's not a, so much a definite the service is finished but there's not a definite kind of go in peace moment when the service finishes and everyone leaves the chanting just keeps going and going and you leave when you want to leave. So if you want to leave and go, you can go. If you want to stay for another 10 minutes, you can stay. If you want to stay for another three hours, you can stay. And this music gets quieter and quieter as, as you know, maybe 2,000, 3,000 people who were singing becomes a few hundred or a few dozen people who remain and sing together. So I was doing this one evening. I was staying after the evening prayer in the church, being present, listening to, to the, the music and the chanting and singing along to those chants. Stay with me, remain here with me, watch and pray, watch and pray. And I was staying in that atmosphere of prayer. And I had a spiritual experience. I had a sense of the presence of God with me. And an experience of something I can only describe as a, as a very big yes. A sense of a very big yes that was being said to me. A sense of resting in the presence of God. And so I was in that kind of mood. I was in that atmosphere. And a young man walked past and I felt an attraction to him. I couldn't tell you what he looked like now. I've got no memory at all of what that person looked like, but it was a man and I felt an attraction to him. And I would usually repress that sort of a feeling. I would, I would 
push it down, not let it enter my consciousness, but 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 totally repress it into into a big kind of ball within me, put it away. But actually, in that moment of prayer, I felt God saying to me, "Let's look at that, shall we, Stephen? Let's look at that, that thought, that feeling. Let's not. Let's stop." repressing that shall we let's hold that in the light and i acknowledge for the first time in my life that i'm bisexual and in that moment i was healed i was really healed of internalized homophobia and biphobia and that that repression that self-repression that I'd been holding on to in my adolescent years was lifted from me, was totally lifted from me. And I knew in that moment that God loved me totally and unconditionally and loved who I was and every part of who I was. and helped me to come to terms with who I was. And it was a totally healing and transforming experience for me that enabled me to live out my life. And it changed my life. It really changed my life. When you know yourselves, then you will understand that you're a child of the living, loving parent. That's Jesus in the Gospel of Thomas. And that's what I did. And that's why I'm here today. Genuinely, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing the work that I'm doing. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that experience. From that moment, I have known viscerally in my bones that God loves me and that God loves everyone universally, universally and unconditionally. That God is in love with me and in love with you and with everyone. And I've tried to live my life the best I can on the basis of that truth. There are these times when the eternal erupts into the transitory. When a sense of something more says hello to us. And we can be startled by it, by this benevolence and this beauty in the world. English spiritual writer and activist Monica Furlong once described being surprised by that sudden arrival of a flock of budgerigars flying in perfect formation in the great sandy desert of Australia. Startled, she wrote, they would turn and the sun would flash on their emerald wings. And then the vision will be gone. It made her think of George Herbert's poetry, the Milky Way, the bird of paradise, the church bells beyond the stars heard, the soul's blood, the land of spices, something understood. Something understood, something sensed, a way of being human 
a way of being connected, a way of being held and holding on to, to each other and to everything. Sometimes we can experience these moments of being delightfully surprised by the world with a sense of beauty, with a sense of love that's, that's pulling us into something deeper. And many people think when they have a moment of profound sense of something, they think, how can I hold on to this experience? How can I make sense of this experience? How can I walk towards this experience? Because it feels important. It feels important. And that for many people is the beginning of a spiritual journey. How can we deepen into these moments and what happens when we do? That's where many people start to think, I'm going to Google a few religions. Maybe because maybe they can help me make sense of these experiences and these feelings. Maybe these are the sorts of places where I can learn to walk towards these experiences. And they can, because in many ways, spiritual traditions are communities of people who have worked out ways of walking towards these things. Walking towards a sense of beauty, walking towards a sense of being loved by God. And yes, sometimes those spiritual traditions have got lost and have been seduced by power or got distracted or corrupted and forgotten what they're there for. But the good ones, the authentic ones, the life-giving ones, provide pathways of going deeper and discovering more. I want to do this because I know what a difference the discovery of the universal love of God has made to me and to my life, given me this sense of self-acceptance and self-love, and a deeper joy, a deeper peace on which I can base my life. Which is not to say life is problem free, which is not to say I don't have any problems in my life. And it's not to say in some ways I'm privileged maybe in not having as many problems. But nevertheless, I do believe there is a sense of deeper joy and peace that is able to be discovered by everyone. And what difference would it make if we could do that, if we could all do that? What would the world be like if we could hold on to these fleeting moments? What kind of society would we be? What kind of politics would we have if we lived into this something understood? Thomas Merton said, if only we could do that, the only problem would be we would fall down and we would worship each other all the time. If I could only see the divine light in you all the time, if I could only see you through God's eyes, I would just be so overwhelmed by your divinity that I would drop down on my knees and I would worship you. And we would worship each other. And we would find it impossible to harm a head on each other's heads if we truly lived into that mystical vision. We could not hurt one another. 
war would be impossible racism would collapse a capitalist system built on greed could not be contained the kind of world we would live in if we held on to this sense would be paradise Paraphrasing Jesus just a little bit, we can hear him saying paradise is within you and all around you. But paradise won't come by watching for it. Like here it is, there it is. Rather, the paradise of God is spread across the whole earth and people don't see it. If only we could see it. If only we could hold on to that kind of a vision of the world but we don't see it, even though it's right in front of our faces. And so the spiritual path and our spiritual work is to get us to wake up and to see it. <laughs>